the voices in between. What's happening, everybody? This is Aaron. I want to welcome you all back to episode four of the voices in between. We're calling this one self-care for the moment. Uh, <laughs> let me introduce my co-host, as always, the wonderful, the talented, the heart of the show, Savannah. What's going on? What's up, everyone? <laughs> How you been? It's been a little while. Yeah. I'm alive. I mean, I, well, that's a good way to start. Yeah, I guess that's all we can ask for. Right? It's like the big one. That's yeah. the, the <laughs> one you should always try and strive for, I guess. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's uh it's it's been a minute. It's been quite a few actually. So, yeah. uh god, let's uh let, let's dive let's dive in then. What's what's been going on? Uh, a lot of working and that's that's pretty much it. Yeah. My life does not consist of much. <laughs> it's been, uh, it's, it's weird, right? Like uh, the whole, the whole thing with like, you know, not being able to go out and fucking do anything and see anybody. Like you get fucking stir crazy. Like your cycle becomes nothing but like an endless stream of, uh, of going to work and then coming home and then like, you know, rinse, repeat basically. Yeah. And like my job is cleaning. So yeah. I literally, I go to work, I clean, and then I come home and I clean more. You gotta do like, more. When does yeah. it fucking end? <laughs> oh, God. I should laugh. That's all. Right. <laughs> uh, how are you enjoying the new gig, though? You like it all right? No, I do really like it. It's nice Good. to have a change. Like, I'm not always in one place. Like, I get to go to different towns and different houses that are yeah. fucking amazing. That's awesome. And I'm sure you must see some houses that just blow your fucking mind. They must. Oh, my God. Like, houses that I couldn't even imagine, especially, like, where they're located. I'm like, right. what the fuck? Like, I drove past this place. I didn't know this existed. Right. Now, is it is it weirder for you because you kind of, you're you're working, obviously, in an area that you grew up in? Like, is it is it weird seeing, like, places you quite literally had no fucking idea they were even there? Kind of. The one is literally, like, 10 minutes from my mom's house. Like, it's in Andy's. Really? Yeah, and I clean there every week, and it's actually, like, people that are from California, like, it's huh. fucking, it's an insane house. When I, when, when, when Mike got married and I went up to his wedding, it was up, like, it was up past Andy's, it was, like, way the fuck up there. <laughs> uh, I can't even remember the name of, like, I drove through it a million times, right, but of course now, because I hit record, my brain just goes, <laughs> like, um, we went up there for the wedding, uh, you know, Jen and I did. And on the way back, there was all these houses, like you just these see these like big ass houses just stuck in the middle of like a mountainside. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God, like I want to live in that house. Like, that's the house I want. It's funny because like I used to be like, oh, I want to live there. But now when I go past those houses, I'm like, oh, I want to clean that. And like, it's right? kind of fucked up because like, I don't know if that's the reaction I should have, but it's what I'm thinking. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if it's more of like a, well, like if it's your house, sure, like, okay, it's cool. But then it's also your responsibility. Like you get almost, you get almost the enjoyment of being able to like hang out in the house with having to, without having to do anything like, you know, you don't have to pay taxes on the house or utilities for the house. You just get to kind of like chill in it for a little bit. Yeah, there's this one house I clean weekly and like. I walked in the kitchen to do something. I don't even know. And all of a sudden I looked down and there's just a fucking puddle on the floor. And I look up <laughs> and like the ceiling was leaking. Oh no. Yeah. 
and like the paint was peeling off the wall and it was it was fucking bad i was like well that sucks but at least like i'm not paying for it right yeah that's totally not your responsibility like you might have to clean up the water but that's literally as far as it goes (laughs) um before I forget, because I was totally, I totally meant to bring something up when we first started, and then I, I got sidetracked. Go figure. <laughs> um, so I talked to a friend of mine who is a fan of the show, uh, who who loves listening to you and I record, and uh, and they basically wanted me to relay to you just how fantastic a job you're doing. Oh. And and like how great the show is, which like I'm not saying it to like toot my own horn. Like I want you to know that like like we actually have people that are listening and like it's actually like, you know, helping. Uh, the thing that they pointed out the most was that uh, the, the the dynamic between the two, like the two of us, mm-hmm. basically how like, I guess, like because I'm your dad and we're talking about mental health openly i guess that's a i guess that's an odd thing like i wish it wasn't but i mean it is for my generation so yeah no it definitely is like i mean i definitely don't know a lot of kids that were very open with their parents yeah well thanks yeah i I thought that would make you feel good those ones i mean whoever this is helping and whoever is listening thank you i mean yeah so it's i mean of course, I thought it would be cool when we started out that, like, you know, to to the people would get some help out of it too. But for me, it was basically like I wanted to be able to like have an excuse to talk to you. Yeah, I mean, I guess I didn't really expect this to go anywhere very quickly. I guess. Right. Yeah. It this stuff like this, like it never. You can't really. If it does, it's like a freak occurrence, right? Yeah. Like it's one of those things. Like it catches fire and crazy but like the if I, shit if there's like two or three people listening to us i'm like wow go figure i know that's mind-blowing I'm like, oh. right so obviously like there's been some uh there's been some time in between episodes here and uh how have you been doing mental health wise um there's good and bad days always i mean yeah of course I don't know. Uh, Lately, I've just been, like, financially stressed in my own way. Like, I'm one of those people that if I don't have, like, extra money, I freak out. Yep. And it's kind of been tight for me lately. So, I don't know. That's been, like, really hard on me. And I've just, like, been really hard on myself for it. Okay. Like, I was talking to my mom. And I told her that I feel like I failed myself. And I was like uh, crying and she was like, yep. honey, like you can't, you've literally been doing so well for so long. Yeah. And like, I don't know, I kind of just needed her to be like, do you realize like you've never asked for help ever? And like, you've been living on your own since you were 17. Seriously. Like you've true. been fucking killing it. And I was yeah. like, well, thanks mom. <laughs> Everything she said is a hundred percent true. And uh, I, uh, I put the absolute stamp of a hundred percent true on it. Like, you you've you never asked for help you it, life is fucking tough it really the is. thing that they don't tell you like they, they you have this kind of vision when you get out of high school or when you start living on your own that like you don't you don't factor in like the just the how many bills you have or how much food actually costs or 
like you run out of money eventually. Like you just do. Like unless you have like an amazingly high paying job, like some weeks you don't eat as well as others, you know, like it's just kind of the it's the the shitty thing that they don't tell you about transitioning into adulthood is that like it's it's a whole lot of feeling disappointed in yourself i guess yeah like like oh i don't have fucking like you run out of toilet paper and you're like oh i'm such a fucking idiot like it's you're not like why would you ever fucking think to eat like you know what i'm saying like you, you you're just starting out having to do these things on your own of course you're not going to think of of stuff like that and of course you're gonna like you know this month money is tight so you're gonna feel like you've done something wrong but you you haven't you didn't do anything wrong it's just life ebbs and flows and like you know some months you're flush and some months you're uh you know you're living on ramen yeah and i think me starting off in ohio was like i don't know i appreciate what i like experienced in ohio and like the people i met and whatever but like it's so cheap in ohio like it's such easy living like our rent we didn't live in the greatest place but like our rent was like four hundred dollars damn yeah like and then we paid (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then we paid for the upstairs apartments electric because it was all in one so we also got like a discount off of our rent because of that so it right. was like 300 and something a fucking month with at least wow. two people in the house always. So Ohio was like <laughs> a fucking breeze. And then I came back to New York where everything's expensive as shit and you can't fucking live for anything. Nope. And it was a slap in the face. I was not ready. It was like pulling a Band-Aid off for you. Like you went out there and it was like culture shock going from the country to the city. Yeah. And then come back from this. You get used to the city or start to get used to it. And then you come back to the country and you, you, it's almost worse. It really you know? is. Like you're, you're, you're spread thinner. There's less things around you. Certainly it's not as easy to just say like, like you know, go to a store. You got to actually like drive a little bit to get to a store in most places. Yeah. It's just living in the country is just slightly more inconvenient in so many fucking ways yeah walmart went and expensive it really fucking is expensive like it's like they i i think like the country prices are set because they forgot who fucking lives there like <laughs> I, I understand that on the weekends that the like, people come up from out of state and they come up from other areas of the state and things like that mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's great that's all it's all tourism it's all money coming into the area and that's all fine the other 300 and whatever days a year, like there's normal people that live there and they can't afford that. Yeah. You know, they're trying to work, but they got to drive an hour to get to a decent job. Like, and I, I have a lot of friends who have said things like, well, you know, you just have to move. Like, do you like, why, yeah, that doesn't, like, why, right. why should you, if I want to move to the city because it affords me something more then sure. I should be able to just pick up and move to the city, but I shouldn't be forced like I shouldn't be priced out of living in, let's say, the country, so that I can be forced. Okay, so I'm now forced to live in the city, so that the rich people in the city can come up and live in the place where I used to mm-hmm. live. It's actually like I don't know. I really love my job, but at the same time, mm-hmm. it's like, how many of these homes are actually owned by like people who live here? Right. Like, yeah. How many times a year do they feasibly see? Yeah. So that's sad because like there's some beautiful homes that I know like people who are just 
locals would fucking love mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, that's my home. Like, I'm fucking proud of that. Yeah. But instead, most of them live in fucking rundown houses that they can barely afford to fix or trailers. Right. Like, I live in a trailer. Like, shit's hard. Yeah, you got to do what yeah. you got to do sometimes. <clears throat> you know, as long as four walls and a roof and call it, you know, what home, whatever. Yeah, it's, no it's fine. If you can feed yourself. But no, I get, I get what you mean. It's frustrating. And in the country, you notice it more because you go from extremes. Like you said, you have like, you know, trailers and trailers and these houses that look like they're fucking falling in on each on themselves. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you drive 10 minutes down the road, like you said, and you've got a multi-million dollar home. Like, how are those two things that remotely close to one another? Yeah, it's fucking stupid. But so, yeah, I mean, I guess, shit, don't be so hard on yourself. Like, I say that, like, you're gonna, not going to do yeah. it. Anyway. Like, that's just how it fucking goes. I say it because I'm, like, genetically required to say don't be so hard on yourself. Like, I know, I know the reality of it. Like, you're going to, at the end of the day, you're going to be like, I'm going to be hard on myself. Yeah, I think it's because, like, I grew up having to, like, help take care of my mom. Like, I had to grow up yeah. really fast. So, yeah. like, I don't know. I've been mature always, pretty much. You have been. You are far older than your years. Yeah, so, like, asking for help is just not something I do. Like, yeah. I don't know why it makes me uncomfortable. Like, it makes me upset when I have to do it. Like, I fucking hate it. Boy, you and I are, like, cut from the same fucking cloth. Yeah, a little bit. Because <laughs> <laughs> this past, you know, the past couple weeks i have been also not in the world's best spot um a lot of panic attacks Mm -hmm. um which haven't been as bad like i feel like every time i have one i learn a little bit yeah and then i kind of figure out how to navigate but like the last one i mean it was like the problem is is i get get tensed and then i panic and then like all right so my body says yo man we're hungry but i don't feel good Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to eat. So then you don't eat. So then you start to feel worse. And then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then I end up spending like two days in bed because I'm like too weak to eat anything. And I'm convinced that I'm like, you know, sick and dry heaving and panicking and shaking and sweating. And it's awful. So that does sound uh, awful. Uh, yeah. Uh, but like I said, like this time it wasn't quite as intense and it felt like. I had kind of figured out how to navigate it a little bit. So, you know, I, I, what it kind of boiled down to was me realizing that I have to rework my whole schedule. Like I had to kind of rewire my whole brain. Like think of the panic attack as like a hard reset. Uh, Like if you have to put a positive spin on something awful like that, I guess that's what I'm calling it for me. It felt like a hard reset. So uh, it made me realize that I don't need to get up at like five, six o'clock in the morning anymore. Yeah. Like I don't have, yeah, I don't have to cram all my shit first thing in the mm-hmm. morning because I know I have to go to work and I know when I get home from work, I'm not going to want to do anything else. I don't have to do any of that anymore. Like I can quite honestly go to bed when I feel like I can sleep till when I feel like we don't all have to be on the same schedule because we live in the same yeah. house. And coming to grips with that has been like kind of, freeing in a weird way like last night as stupid as it's gonna sound um i was up watching an old episode of monday night raw to review for another show that mm-hmm. I did. 
Uh, so it's like, I don't know, one o'clock in the morning. Right. And, and I'm in the, I'm in my, you know, TV, whatever room and I'm eating a fucking sandwich at like one o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, well, I guess this is who I am now. Like, I guess, you know, like one o'clock in the morning for eating a giant sandwich is perfectly acceptable. And then I went to bed at like two and I slept till 10. It was great. I mean, I woke up, I was like, oh my God, I feel fantastic. Like everything started to make a little bit more sense. So, but yeah, but getting there has been, has been, uh, has been a motherfucker. It's been awful trying to get to it. Like just, and then when I asked, you know, like how you'd been doing, because we were trying to, you know, like you and I hadn't talked for, you know, a few days or whatever. And, um, I'm trying to figure out when to, to to get together and record, and you said that you weren't doing well either. I was like, "Oh man, like <laughs> not not for two. Like it's bad enough. Like it's, I feel bad enough when it's just me. Like you know, obviously, like you feel terrible, and then I'm like, oh, you know, like and then then my brain does what my brain does. Like, well, what if she had needed something and I wasn't available? Like it's you know, it's one of those. Yeah. You know how it goes. Like it's a slippery slope. Like you start to uh, what if, what if, what if yourself to yeah. death, and uh, I've had a lot of had a lot of like shower conversations with myself where I was like, Hey, maybe you should stop second guessing all the time. And, uh, you know, getting yourself worked up over scenarios that haven't even occurred. I do that anytime I get worked up. Like it's not a healthy coping mechanism, but like if I get anxious over something stupid, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like there's literally no fucking reason for you to be anxious right now. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. And sometimes it works to like, you can pick apart the instance and then look at it in a smaller, in smaller details. And then you realize, Oh, it's like you said, it's nothing. Yeah. This is nothing like this is silly. Um, and then sometimes it goes in the exact opposite direction and, you know, chaos. Ensues, yeah. But, but it's all right. It's how we do it. Right. Like everything is, uh, everything's a learning experience yeah. or something like that. Anyway, I think they tell you that. So you don't get so distraught. Um, all right, so obviously the uh, the name of the episode was uh, self care. Uh, originally, we weren't going to have any kind of theme for this one. We were just going to like get together and shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. Which, like, it looks like we just hit the twenty minute mark. So I like, probably yeah, we pretty much did it. But whatever. Um, yeah, but whatever. All right, so we'll direct <laughs> it a little bit. Um, all right, so I think it might have even been on the last episode where you you brought up about the importance of self care. Mm-hmm. Um, um, how do you, how do you take care of yourself? Like if you're, if you've got, I mean, do you have a different brand of self-care that you do when you feel a panic attack coming as opposed to when you are in the midst of one? Um, I don't think that I have like different types. I mean, I don't always do the same thing. So maybe like without realizing I do certain things for like certain reasons but I don't think I've ever noticed it okay but I mean I don't know I'm very big on like alone time like I think maybe because I was like an only child or some shit like I entertained myself my whole Mm -hmm. life so like being alone and like having my own time to myself and my thoughts is like very big for me yeah. So I do that a lot, which Jordan kind of hates, but 
it now is he kind of the personality where like he wants to be like near you to make sure you're okay like he just wants to be around you yeah i mean i don't know if it's like in the sense to make sure i'm all right but like he definitely wants to like not always like a fucking psycho but like he always wants to like be yeah i know like around me like for me He's happy to be yeah, in your presence. Like for me, I'm weird. And <laughs> I like to come into the bedroom earlier than when I'll go to bed. Like, just being yeah. in bed, watching TV. Like, I don't know. That's, like, relaxing. Yeah, you like unwind. It's relaxing. That's what I do. Yeah. And he isn't like that. He'll stay up until he's ready for bed. And then he'll okay. just come in and go to sleep. And he fucking hates that, like, I can't, I'm always just like, see ya. And he'll be up for another, like, hour and a half or so. oh that's the fun stuff about relationships that they talk about like the weird Mm -hmm. little quirks that you're like fuck (laughs) no that's cool though and i get it though i totally get your whole like uh need the Mm -hmm. alone time thing because uh i noticed that uh the smallest room in our house is the bathroom like it's it's basically a closet like you can kind of go in and turn in a complete circle (laughs) and that's it um, but I noticed that, uh, the, the coziness of the room, if I'm having like an off day, if I take a really hot shower in that tiny mm-hmm. little room, there's something about like the coziness I get from it that makes me like relax a little bit. Like I spent, oh God, there was one day I took like four <laughs> showers, like four really long, like my skin is so like, just, it doesn't know if it wants to be like soft or just dry as the fucking <laughs> desert right now so much like soaking in the tub like i wish i had a tub that was six inches fucking taller so that my giant carcass could sit further into the water and be a little bit more comfortable because like that's the kind of stuff that i'm realizing now yep. works for me like if i'm nervy and not feeling it that's what does it for me like I, I fell asleep in the tub and people were probably hearing that and being like oh my god that's so dangerous don't fall asleep in the tub and and the irony is that i've i had a friend in high school that died after graduate like after high school but he, he drowned in a tub no he fell asleep shit. in a tub um yeah, yeah yeah so but there's i i i am firmly stating that there is no feasible way that i could <laughs> drown in this tub my legs would have to go straight up in the air and I would have to slide all the way down for my, and even then I don't think my nose would go under. Like, I still don't think it would go under. Um, but yeah, like you not off, like there's a, there's a bit of fear involved with that. Like you're not off in a tub for like half hour or something like that. I mean, you wake up, you don't know how long, but like, you know, you fell asleep and you know, you're in water. Like, <laughs> like but there's also something kind of really relaxing about it. Definitely. Like, I don't know. The one day, because we have, we have like a stand-up shower, but then we also have a tub in like our like master yeah. bathroom thing. And mm-hmm. I was taking a bath the one day and I was literally like half asleep. Like I had like relaxing, like typical spa music basically. So that way I, okay. and I like put my phone away from me so I wouldn't touch it. And I was literally just relaxing. And I was practically asleep and Jordan came and like saw me and he was like, can you not like, are you going to fall asleep? Like, you shouldn't do that. And I was like, I'll be fine. Just leave me alone. Yeah. You know yeah. how you're sick. I was like, 
pretty much the same thing. If I were to drown, I would literally have to like completely fall with my legs going up or at least out kicking a wall. Like I'm not. Yeah, it would have to, if you were, if you, if you drowned in a scenario like that, it would almost look comedic in how you did it. Like they would be like, there's no way this happened. Like this had to be staged. Like completely ridiculous looking. Um, All right. So obviously like, you know, super hot baths or super hot showers are going to be like, you know, the, the ups on the list for certain people, I would assume like that's kind mm-hmm. of a universal love sort of, sort of thing. But do you have like, um, I'm trying to think of how to word it, like, like small things to your person that you like, I found that um, brushing my teeth, not like in, in an obsessive way, like, but just going and brushing my teeth, like a normal, like going to go brush my teeth sort of way. It breaks my breaks my fucking like doom cycle in my head basically because I'm concentrating on something else like for me that's the 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 trick is to try and get me to focus on something else basically to not think about what's what's got me like you know amped up but like yeah like brushing my teeth or cutting my hair like shaving my head weird stuff like that kind of like just it breaks the it breaks the mood just enough to i don't know it works i guess i guess when it works you don't explain yeah i mean i guess for me in a really fucked up way is cleaning like i think that's why i constantly clean Mm -hmm. is because i'm constantly in some sort of mental chaos okay so i don't know i literally like like I said before, I go to work, clean all day. Even when I come home from work, like I'll start doing the dishes or I'll start cleaning around the kitchen, just like random shit. Like I'm just constantly doing something. So I yeah. don't sit and just ponder. I mean, I think there's something to that though. Like I don't think I don't think that's quite as weird as as like maybe you might think it is. Cause I think cleaning can be like an amazingly soothing process. Like washing the dishes as much as like if there are some days that you tell me like go wash the dishes and I would like <laughs> snarl at you. But, um, but there are some days that like there's something about standing in front of the sink and like cleaning something in a repetitive yeah. motion with like the, the sound of the water. Like maybe I'm listening to music or another podcast or something like that. Like there's something to it. I had a friend who said the same thing about um, mowing the lawn. The constant up and yeah, back see, motion. Yeah, I'm not one for like sweating. So, yeah, I don't, I don't find that repetitive just because I don't like going outside with bugs <laughs> and stuff like that. Like, I'm kidding. I, I just don't like mowing the lawn because I'm yeah. lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like mowing the lawn because I'm 43 and I can pay somebody <laughs> else to do it now. But yeah, I guess she, like she said that the repetitive motion of the the the, the lawn mowing kind of worked in like the, the same way. Almost like one of those, uh, like those Japanese sand sculpture gardens, like where they drag Mm -hmm. the rake through, like, yeah. I don't know. I think for me, cleaning is like, like, I hate clutter and I hate, like, something in my brain just freaks the fuck out when I see a mess or if I Mm -hmm. see something that's, like, unorganized, like, it triggers me and I do not know why. So, like, cleaning is just, like, so satisfying for me, like it smells good and it looks nice and it's all organized mm-hmm. and like looks 
perfect. Like, I don't, it's definitely OCD, like, for sure. Well, but... yeah, I mean. But it also seems like it gives you a sense of pride. Definitely. Like, I, if I know someone is coming into my house, I will intensely clean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, I mean, I mean, sure, if you want to look at it from, like, an OCD standpoint, like, you would say, like, well, you know, an obsessive-compulsive personality trait isn't a good thing. But if you're getting a sense of pride from cleaning your house and you're not harming yeah. anybody. I mean, not... Then, then it's, so clearly there's no there, there's yeah, nothing it's not bad like about a it. horrible thing but yeah no that's cool though because it makes sense it's like a nesting thing like you are you are um you maybe let's say you can't control the chaos in the outside world or in your head but yeah. in the house you can control the chaos there like you can make that look exactly, exactly. how you want that's awesome though like i mean like that you know that that's your thing like that's cool. I find shit like that fascinating. Like the things that people can use to just help them mm-hmm. out. You know, like, cause everybody's some, everybody's got something yeah. different. Like now they say, they say, um, it's good to like, a lot of people will watch a movie that they've seen like a hundred times or listen that. to an album that they've listened to. Do I you do, do that? Pretty much if I like watch a movie because I'm not well hell even TV shows like I watch the same shit over and over and over again. Like I'll branch out sometimes but for the most part like <laughs> like I'm huge on Adam Sandler like I fucking love okay. Adam Sandler. So I will just <laughs> sit there and just like watch a bunch of his movies that I've obviously already seen but like yeah. I don't know. I guess it's not even that I really pay attention, but they're like comforting background noise. You don't have to. You yeah. don't have to pay attention to them because you could probably exactly. recite Exactly. Or like I binge watched The Office a million times when that was on Netflix and then when they right. got rid of that, I got HBO Max and now it's The Big Bang Theory yep. like I don't know. I'm very yeah, I definitely do that without Definitely. Yeah, it, I'm trying to think if I when it came up, like I was reading an article and it mentioned that, and I was thinking, like, is there anything that I obsessively like, or if I know I can go to to watch, and I can't think of anything that comes like immediately. Like, I can always go to like a horror movie. If it's a horror movie I've seen like a dozen times, I can just throw it on because I know exactly mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Um, have you seen Hot Rod, the movie Hot Rod? You ever see that movie? Maybe I don't know. With with Andy with Andy Samberg, you need to see it. It's fucking <laughs> hilarious, um, and it's like probably one of my favorite comedies. Like you're probably gonna watch it, and you're gonna be like, "Yeah, this is trash." But um, it, I want to say like probably like maybe three weeks, three four weeks ago or something like that. I had a panic attack, and I got up and I came downstairs, and all I wanted to do was watch that movie, and I put it on, and it was the most like peaceful I've felt probably in ages like you know that moment when like something mm-hmm. finally works and you get that like kind of like calm wash yeah. over your brain and everything kind of releases and you don't know whether you want to like you don't know if you want to cry or what like oh god what a what a feeling but yeah seems like weird comedies now are starting to become my thing probably because they're mindless and I don't have to like 
pay attention mm-hmm. to anything, I would assume. Um, all right. So here's a fantastic question then. Uh, why don't you think, why do you think people don't do it more? Why don't we, why don't we promote as a society, as a society more about self-care? Like, why aren't we teaching kids maybe in, in high school, in health class about, you know, just taking a minute and relaxing, like clearing your head, not necessarily, you can't say meditation. Cause if you say meditation, like people get all like weirdo religion-y about it. And like, you'd have, you'd have fucking soccer moms screaming, demanding things be burned and shit like that. And it's never a good scene for anybody, but why don't we talk to kids? Like for Christ's sake, how much of a help would it have been to you in high school? Like if they had started say like, I don't know, ninth fucking grade, right? Like, or maybe even earlier started like as soon as started as soon as they're able to understand the concept of just sitting and chilling for a minute. I think in general, like our education is just entirely like failed. Like they've just done pretty much everything wrong in my eyes on what they should have taught us. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like, we also have always been taught to project this image that we've got our shit together. Like that life is fucking grand and we need to be this, like we have to have this like movie type of storyline in our lives. And like, it has to go high school, college, marriage, and like all this shit has to be perfect. And like, Never in any of it is there mental illness or insecurities. Like, we don't. Or even maybe that's that stuff isn't what you want. Yeah. You know, maybe you don't want to go. Maybe you don't want to go to college. Maybe you don't want to, you know, like, like you said, that you make a fantastic point that we're kind of fed this timeline mm-hmm. that you have to fit into. Um, because shit. I would say that my like some of my self-doubt probably started in my 20s when I was like, shouldn't I have a career by now? No, you're fucking 25. Like, you know what you should have right now? A drink to have a beer, like sit down, fucking relax, see your friends. You know, if you want to work on a career, work on a career by all means. If that's what's going to bring you happiness and a smile, work on a career, work on a relationship, work on work on nothing like whatever as long as you're not hurting anybody work on what you want to work on because none of us exactly. get out of this alive none of us are gonna none of us die at the same age on the same day like everybody's got a different path this whole thing from start to finish is your own trip yeah like i i can i can we you and you and i can talk and i can i can try and share uh experiences from my life with you to help you navigate your own experiences but at the end of the day mm-hmm. they're yours i can't i can't nothing i say can can live them for you nothing i say can uh necessarily solve a problem for you i can simply commiserate and relate and try and help you when you need help but ultimately it's this the, the trip is yours and my trip is mine and you know yeah we forget that a lot i think you know like we get so hung up like you said on 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 the timeline of things and man i know i know people that are you know 
never got married, never had kids, never went to college. You know, people that got married out of high school and have plenty of kids. Like, it, neither yeah, one is right or wrong. Have different shit. Like, and I think another yeah. issue is like, we teach people that we're pretty much not supposed to have feelings. Like, men especially, like, I'm sure you've heard it before, yeah. like, especially when you were younger and you would cry over something like boys don't yep. cry. What are you doing? Boys, boys don't, cry. don't cry. That's fucking bullshit. Yeah. That's if, right. Tough. If Tough anyone enough, ever said that, whenever I have kids, I'm more than likely going to have boys. And if anyone ever said that to my son, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to let you all know right now. I'll punch you in the throat. Don't ever tell <laughs> any man, any age that they're not allowed to have feelings. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like we're all human beings. Or or yeah. Yeah. Or maybe just a good rule is don't ever tell anyone yeah. how to emotionally respond to anything. Like if they want to laugh, they're gonna laugh. If they want to cry, exactly. they're gonna fucking like, cry. We all like react it's... and handle things differently. Like there is no right or wrong depending on what gender you are or who you are, or whatever you right. believe in. Or what like, anything you are. Yeah. Yeah, that's always bothered me. We just like we teach people that they shouldn't express how they feel and that's why we bottle everything up and then yeah. we have people who fucking snap and lose people, their mind and then they go kill people or they kill themselves. Yeah. People like to say that people like to say that you know men used to be men and I say that it's because they used to be quiet alcoholics. Yeah. You know, or 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 they were just living their life behind, you know, closed doors you just didn't know. Definitely. Like you're going to tell me that there was some kind of fucking year restriction on when, like, you know, mental pain started or when people were allowed to fucking feel bad about something? Like, no, I don't I don't think that's how it works. Like, and I guess maybe I'm happy to see, well, not maybe, like, I am happy to see that, like, uh, your generation and, like, you know, the kind of the ones, like, right around your age bracket are, like, really kind of fed mm -hmm. up with that whole story. And they're basically like, hey, look, everything's fine. If you feel something, feel it. Like, it's been really great for me who I am, I'm like overly emotional. Like you would, there were moments that I probably would qualify as like overly sensitive. Mm -hmm. And I would never say something lame, like I'm an empath or something stupid like that. I just, you know, sometimes I get upset about shit. Um, uh, it's nice to be able to feel okay with that now. Like it's nice to know that like, because sometimes I just cry and I'm not particularly sure why. Uh, it's okay. Like maybe if something upsets me and it makes me want to cry, that that's all right. Like it doesn't make me less not of anything. And it's so sad that we've created this picture for everyone to think that. Because even me sometimes, yeah. like I'll start like, because I'm the same way. Like out of nowhere, I'll just want to cry. And, like, I literally have to remind myself, like, yep. it's okay. You obviously want to cry for a reason. You've been holding so much in that you've just broken. Yeah, for years. Like, you just, yeah. you need to cry. Yep. And that's all right. Like, if that's what you need to walk out and be like, like, I feel so much better, then fucking do it. Yeah. So... If we were going to start teaching this in school, when do you think we should start teaching it? Like as soon as kids oh are God, capable of like, in one spot. I think than even ninth grade. Like hell, I went to school personally with kids 
Like we're talking like second, I mean, third I mean, grade kids and like shit. Fifth. Or kindergartners, I mean, maybe. Maybe I mean hell, maybe like start off with like easier shit, you know, like shit that isn't insane, you know, getting it all deep into it. But I mean like Yeah, yeah teach fucking kindergartners. <laughs> like sitting and just being yeah, like quiet teach for kindergartners a yeah. that it's okay to have emotions and it's okay to be upset about things and to express yourself. Yep. And I think maybe if we, if we do that, there'll be healthier reactions to those emotions. Like if you tell a child that it's okay to be sad about something or disappointed or frustrated, and then, you know, they react the way a child would. And then you can correct them and say like, well, no, there's no need to lash mm-hmm. out like this. Like, this is how you deal with it. Like eventually, wow, maybe we'd see some of those instances of violence. Especially going with on. like embarrassment. Like if we... stopped teaching kids or like even just showing kids that like when you get embarrassed you don't have to get defensive like don't immediately get scared that you're gonna get judged like everyone fucks up everyone does stupid shit that embarrasses them everyone falls like whatever it may be like you don't need to be angry and defensive or upset like it's okay yeah, yeah, like everyone has their quirks. That's what makes you you. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Couldn't have put it any better myself. Well, I mean, that's all I've got for this time. Do you have any? Uh, do you have anything else you would like to add? Um, I mean, I guess again, I want to offer if anyone ever needs anyone to talk to I know fucking therapy is definitely not cheap but I'm free so if you ever need someone to talk you off the ledge or just shoot the shit with about your bullshit life I relate come do it let's talk (laughs) yeah that's awesome I guess uh I mean I guess that's it there's no point plugging social media if you don't it's on the other ones (laughs) yeah yeah you'll find get around to us eventually um well so uh i'm glad we got i'm glad we got the chance to finally talk it's been a little while so um yeah i did too i feel like much much better after like talking to you so uh maybe we should maybe we should stop letting so long maybe this is our therapy session (laughs) (laughs) yeah there you go there you go uh well everyone i guess that's gonna do it for us for this time so uh until next time please take care of yourselves please take care of each other uh and uh we will see you all next time savannah say good night to everybody later y'all love you